Alrighty, righty. What is going on, family? Welcome again to another episode of Transformed and Renewed. Just say that. Transformed and Renewed. Sounds peaceful, peaceful, don't it? And sometimes I have to say that to myself because when you have a busy day like myself, you just have to say that. Transform and renew my mind. It's like a peaceful thought. So anyway, we're going to have a great time today as we usually do. But if it's your first time, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Yes, hit that like and subscribe button to make sure that you keep up to date with the content and the updates that we will be sharing. So you do not want to miss that because, you know, we are going to, you know, keep providing you with some great value. And we're going to keep updating you and improving and improving because we want you to get the best value. So make sure you stay up to date with the things that we are doing. So let me get right to it tonight. Are you being too salty? And that is not from a place talking about, you know, are you salty about something somebody did? You know, I'm not trying to get into your business. Whatever you have against somebody else, listen, I pray that you you know, able to work through that situation. But I'm not talking about that type of salty. What I am focused on is really knowing, are you consuming too much salt? And I do want to give some background behind, you know, the advantages and the disadvantages of consuming sodium. And sometimes people may feel, you know, well, you need salt to really give food flavor or, you know, this is how know who's raised doing it and I really want to provide you with the information I will say that can really help you make some wiser and better decisions moving forward again I'm not the person that's trying to tell you what you need to do but I do want to provide you with some information that I think you know is worth considering so when we think about salt and sodium one thing I will say is the two are not the same when it comes to sodium, sodium is denoted by Na, which is the uh, chemical symbol. Na stands for sodium. Salt is formed when you combine Na with chloride, which is Cl. So when you combine the two NaCl, that makes salt. And when you think about it, a lot of the foods that we consume contain salt, sodium. One thing that you may not have known or would be surprised about is that even fruits and vegetables contain a level of salt. And it may not be in the abundant form that we're used to seeing when it comes to packaged fruits, but there is a trace amount. So it could be anywhere from, you know, less than 100 milligrams per serving of sodium, <clears throat> sodium, excuse me, that's in fruits or vegetables, but it's usually not a lot to really, you know, be concerning. Now, I will say when it comes to a lot of packaged foods and, you know, ready-to-eat foods, this is where a lot of people may turn a, a blind eye, if you will, to really know what's in my food and how much sodium I consume. So I want to back up a minute and really talk about the advantages and the disadvantages of sodium because I think this is also going to clarify some things. So sodium is definitely needed in the body, okay? So we need sodium to help with 
you know, regulating and maintaining our blood pressure, okay? We also needed to help with our, our muscles and our nerves because you don't need a whole lot of sodium when you think about it to, to help perform and regulate, you know, many of these daily functions. You know, it's, <clears throat> I think when I did my research, it's usually about 500 milligrams or less that's needed you know, for these functions. Um, sodium can even also help with, you know, monitoring monitoring and regulating your kidneys, okay? So when you think about that, sodium does have a place in the body as well as in your diet. But like I just mentioned, less than 500 milligrams is needed about to perform those daily functions. So that raises another question, you know, <clears throat> am I consuming too much sodium? Okay, so we're going to touch on, you know, what are the facts, and then we're going to touch on the disadvantages, because I think this is, you know, going to be hopefully a learning lesson, and, you know, it's always something that I'm learning myself. So when it comes to the facts, the fact is that we know, let's say you were to go to a restaurant, and you were to order, let's say, a burger and fries, and let's say you you decide to say, you know what, I'm just going to get everything the way it is. Just the fries alone, I want you to put this into, into perspective, can contain about, you know, if you have salt added and then you have the cooking oil and then the French fries themselves, you know, the way that they are made, they can contain anywhere from let me throw out a number, anywhere from 700 milligrams to about 1,000 milligrams. Now, I want to remind you that according to the American Heart Association, you know, their recommendation for, you know, an average American is no more than 24 or 2300 milligrams of sodium. Now, their, you know, eventual goal is for people to really get it down to 1500 milligrams. And the reason why that level is set is because they know that on average, most people consume about 3,400 milligrams, 3,400 milligrams. Um, and I'm going to get to the disadvantages real quick. But what I do want to share with you is going back to the meal is that if from French fries, you are getting roughly about, let's do an average of about 900 milligrams. That's not even touching on a burger, which could be about that much, if not more. So you already are roughly at, if we do the math, at about 2,000, and that is just for one meal. So imagine, you know, all the other foods that you're consuming where you're over that number. So let's, you know, transition to the disadvantages of sodium because I don't want to keep it too long, but I do want to, you know, share some information with you. The disadvantages of too much sodium is... Let's say you've been eating sodium for a while and you may say, you know, I didn't know it was in these foods, but, you know, it definitely makes a difference in terms of the flavor, okay? And it also helps me to digest my food better because, one, if the flavor doesn't taste right, it don't taste, it don't feel right with me. So it's kind of like that mentality of, okay, if the flavor is off, I'm not touching it. So let's say you've been eating foods for a while that's, you know, contained a moderate to high amount of sodium, the drawbacks with that is, you know, over time, this can start to affect your blood pressure. Because like I said, sodium does help with 
monitoring and regulating your blood pressure. However, an excessive amount can also, you know, become a, a factor or concern when it comes to your blood pressure. It can start to, you know, slow down the passageways in your arteries. So, you know, when you think about traffic, traffic is supposed to move, you know, smoothly on the road, especially if you're on the highway. There's no need for any braking, any type of, you know, uh, tail lights to be on, everything should just be go, okay? In a signal, whether you're trying to get off the exit or trying to get onto the exit. Other than that, everything should just be flowing because, you know, you don't have any traffic lights, you don't have any stop signs, so it's kind of like go. When you introduce too much sodium into your body, over the course of time, if you continue to maintain that pace, you will start to see a traffic jam, and that is just the reality of it. And this is true because a lot of people have experienced this and continue to experience this on a daily basis, especially with a lot of, of the, you know, misinformation um, about foods and people just not really knowing and understanding what's in their food. Another thing, you know, excessive sodium in your diet can do is it can cause you to, you know, feel bloated. <clears throat> so if you ever felt or, you know, looked in the mirror and you noticed that your face was puffy, you know, your clothes start to feel real tight, you know, people may say, well, you know, I'm extra fat or, you know, I feel like, you know, I'm just gaining weight. You know, sodium has a way, you know, especially when you consume high amounts of it, has a way of, you know, absorbing a lot of water in your body and it just kind of sitting there. So that puffiness that you feel, that could be all of that sodium that you have consumed over time. And the thing about it is it will accumulate unless you have a plan to get rid of it, whether it's through exercising, um, whatever the case may be. But unless you do one of those, then it will continue to accumulate. So you may feel like, man, why is my face so puffy? Why I can't fit my clothes? I just bought these these jeans, this shirt, you know, I was trying to look real good in it, but I can't because, you know, this, this song is just throwing me off. It could just be that, people. So, what I really want to touch on is how we can get this sodium, you know, under control. Because, again, if you were to do this exercise, whether you go into your pantry, you can look at different food products. And I'm telling you, you will actually find that when it comes down to the sodium content, if you were to do it per serving, okay, and again, this is just an exercise, something that you can do in your free time. If you were to just take a look at a common product that you consume, okay, and think about how many servings or how much of that you actually eat on a daily basis, and this could be with any number of foods, do the math on that to really calculate how much sodium you are consuming. And then also do another thing is, you know, really think about how have you felt, you know, over a course of time because of consuming this. Have you felt kind of nausea, um, you know, a sense of nausea, or you felt constipated, bloated, you know, you felt like you were belching, whatever the case may be. This could be linked to that, you know, excessive sodium. So some ways that you can actually reduce your sodium intake and I don't want you to think I'm trying to be smart, but it is just one way to look at it is 
actually looking at the food labels. So whenever you're buying groceries or thinking about buying products, and this is actually an exercise that I still do to this day. So typically every week or every other week when I'm grocery shopping, I'm actually looking at the food labels. These could be from foods that I've purchased recently within the past week, but I still look at them, even though if it's the same item, I still look at it because I want to know exactly, you know, is there a difference between last week and this week or from month to month or even after a course of three months? Is there a difference when it comes to the foods that I am consuming? Because otherwise it could, you know, affect my current nutrition. And if it does that, then I would have to reconsider, you know, some items. And so it could also help with just looking at the food labels. But another thing is, you know, avoiding certain foods that have certain types of salts or sodium or salts in them, excuse me. Um, some of these could be monosodium glutamate, which is denoted by the acronym MSG, uh, sodium nitrate, which you may find in a lot of meats, um, bacon, turkey, a lot of um, ready-to-cook uh, meats or ready-to-eat meats may have a type of sodium nitrate or sodium citrate, maybe in other foods. Uh, you may see, I want to say it's disodium glutamate. You will find these in a lot of fast foods because some have replaced MSG with disodium glutamate, and they are pretty much in the same family. The only thing is you know, MSG has had a bad rep, so they pretty much introduced the relative disodium glutamate. And I think it's another um, relative in that family that is common in a lot of fast foods. Trust me, when you do your research and you actually go to some of these websites, they actually have this information, so I'm not making anything up. And if you want, I can actually do a live demonstration with you. Um, I think I did one last week, but we can always keep doing the live demonstration because I do want you to see that I'm not making this up. This is real information, people. So also another way that you can reduce your sodium is, of course, by really, you know, like I said, managing your nutrition, your diet. So, you know, instead of going for foods that have sodium added to them, you know, try opting for foods that don't have them added to it. So like fresh vegetables or even frozen vegetables or even, you know, brown rice or, you know, what is a whole wheat spaghetti that doesn't contain added sodium. And some people may say, well, I don't add sodium to my foods. Well, you'll be surprised that you don't have to add sodium to a lot of foods because in most foods that you buy that are ready to cook or to, ready to eat, they do contain added sodium. And, you know, one last way, and this is, you know, again, it's just a rough list of ways that you can reduce sodium. But one last way that you can actually reduce your sodium intake is by exercising, okay? Um, exercising and drinking a lot of water. And I also want to throw in the other way is, you know, cons consuming foods that also have a good amount of potassium because potassium can also help to balance the sodium in your body. But going to exercising, don't overlook that. I know a lot of people just don't like that word exercising, nor do they like to burn a sweat. But trust me, when you actually do this over time, your body starts to get into this mode where when you start to consume salt and you start to contain a rhythm, you won't have an issue with it. 
And I'm not saying that you can overeat sodium, but what I am saying is even if you go over a little bit with your, you know, modified diet, exercising and drinking water helps to burn that off because you're going to sweat it out. And then you're also going to excrete it through your urine. So again, these are also ways that you can reduce your sodium. Okay. So hope you enjoyed this bit of information. Again, these are just some of, you know, the facts that I've shared with you. I do encourage you to do your due diligence. Again, anywhere you shop for food, products that you buy, it is worth looking into those products label to really understand how much sodium are you consuming? Because, you know, when it comes down to what you're consuming, especially long-term, it can definitely have an impact on your health. And the way I like to look at it is if you expect to live longer, even live 20 years from now, 30 years from now, it is definitely worth looking into the foods that will help you to sustain not only living up until that time, but also, you know, enjoying life until that time. So how many of y'all want to enjoy life, you know, every day, every year, even 10 years from now, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 years from now, Lord willing, if you want to do that, trust me, you know, it starts with taking this information and really applying it as you see fit, okay? So if you enjoyed, again, this information, make sure that you like, follow, and subscribe to our channel at Robotic 1212. Again, I enjoy sharing this information with you because I know that this is information that is likely to be pushed under the carpet. But it is important because, you know, so many lives that are just being, you know, paralyzed because of lack of information, misinformation. And we have to put a stop to that. We have to take control by really managing what we put into our bodies and, and really knowing that, you know, it's hard to really bring up the younger generation if we are not really doing our part, okay? So it starts with me, you know, because I, I have to do this myself first before I can even share it with you. So hope you enjoyed this information. Make sure again that you like and subscribe to our channel. Follow us because more better content is coming to you soon. We're going to do so much. Trust me, I got a lot of big plans to really expand what we're doing. And so I want you to stick around because we are going to pop it off, okay? So if you enjoyed this, um, show us some love. And again, next time, I will talk with you soon.